Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And today our guests are Nellie Shudo and Martha Jackson. Welcome to the show, ladies. <laughs> Such fun guests. <laughs> the longest running guests, for sure. Exactly. So we know that COVID is a topic that everyone's been talking about since last March, basically almost a whole year now. And we're going to talk about a little bit more today because one of us had it and one of us has not had it yet. Can you guess? Can you guess who the dirty vector is in the room? (laughs) So ironically, it was Nellie that caught it over the holidays. And she literally comes in and when we record, she sprays all the microphones and wipes everything down. Basically, anywhere she goes, she does that. So she has been extra, extra cautious. And I was extremely shocked to find out when she told me she was positive. Well, you know, I got to say this. I have been extremely cautious, except when I look at my friends in Los Angeles who literally don't leave their homes. Right. Um, I haven't been as cautious as that. Yeah. You know, I right. mean, I've been cautious and I wear a mask and I wipe everything down and I'm careful about it and I stay six feet apart and I do everything we're told to do. And so does my family. But, I, you know, I was stunned. I got to be honest with you. I was stunned because we get tested all the time just to be safe. Mm-hmm. And there's this lovely doctor, Dr. Lowry, who's a house call doctor in our neighborhood who will come to your house and test you for COVID. So I called him over and guess what? I tested positive. <laughs> and I knew because he didn't, he called, because he called me. Right. You know, you know, when a doctor calls yeah, you, that you're always like, makes oh, you nervous. oh, what happened? Uh-huh. You know, and of course I immediately was shunned in my family. Locked into the master bedroom. You know, I chose the master bedroom, not the guest room. <laughs> it's got a fireplace and you. chairs. And Ooh. I was like, maybe I can live there for, you know, a week or 10 days or whatever. So um, I immediately got locked away. And I spent all that time locked in the room getting prison meals delivered to the door like a <laughs> knock on the door. Like, how's it better? And slide it under. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, you know, did not. I mean, I, le- I would leave the house to go for a walk with a mask on. I did do that in the alleyways away from people. But, like, that was it. And like I wore gloves downstairs, and I took them off, and then I put. I'm a, it was so, such a process. Um, so, but the weird thing is, then Chris and Charles got it anyway. Oh my gosh! Well, tell, talk to us about when you knew you had it. Like, what were the signs? Why did you get tested, or did you just get tested because you keep getting tested, and then it came up positive? Well, I just got tested because it was random. It was a random test, but. Um, after I was positive, I had to look back on it and say, mm-hmm. let me think about this. And I did realize that I had had like a light cough for okay. a few days. That's it. But I didn't think anything of it. Right. You know? And then after I tested positive, a couple days later, my legs did ache mm. for a day. Okay. I took Tylenol and it went away. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I got a headache for like maybe two days. And okay. that was it. But um, I'm not downplaying it, guys. I'm saying we were very lucky that all of us had light cases, but uh, but you know it doesn't it doesn't mean that um, you know we panicked until we got past like day eight. Sure. In both cases, because that's when you think, oh, it's going to get scary. Seven, mm-hmm. eight, nine. Right. You know. Well, I have to tell you, to me, it's kind of like uh, when you get that email from your kid's school and they say there's a case of lice in the room, mm-hmm. and your head immediately starts itching. So as soon as you called me and told me you had it. Mm-hmm. I like anything that happened to me. I was like, I have it. I just know I do. I I coughed. Um, These are not allergies. And so I had Dr. Lowry come and test me and my kids as well. And uh, we got the results the next day. He did not call me. I got an email and we were all negative. So that Mm -hmm. was good. But so you were extremely careful at home. You locked yourself up in your room, like you said, but yet the other two family members caught it. How do you think that happened? Well, here's what I can't figure out, and none of us will know. I don't know if maybe my husband got it from me, 
from Happy Christmas Times, or um, <laughs> wow. to our son, or, or if um, or if it was in the vent. So I have no idea. Yeah, you know, and we'll never know. Yeah, right. That's um, true. So we just followed the rules, the protocol, and they had earlier on symptoms, and theirs went away faster. Hmm. So they may have had it earlier. But okay. the interesting thing is, my ninety-one-year-old mother-in-law stayed with us. Uh-huh. I was so panicked about it yeah. that she would get it, and right. she never got it. Wow. See, it's so random how, how it can happen. And literally, from what I've heard, is if you leave your house, you're opening yourself up for the opportunity to catch it, mm-hmm. even with a face mask on. So, um, you know, we've all probably been exposed to it. I know I've had a couple of close calls of just being around somebody and having dinner with them, and then a couple of days later, them coming up positive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is definitely out there, and no one is immune from it. No, and we have a lot of friends in the neighborhood, or at least I do. I have a lot of friends now who've had it. Me too. And me they too. had it before. For me, and uh, and that was kind of comforting because I could ask them what happened to you, right? How did you feel, etc. Right. But the weirdest part is the loss of smell and taste. Yeah, that's the weirdest part because uh, you know for a while food tasted horrible. I was just like, Bleh. <laughs> so I lost my you know COVID pounds I had put on, which was great. <laughs> I lost them during COVID, but because um, I was just like, Ugh, like wine, ew, you know, um, steak, ew, like nothing yeah, tasted good, right? So that's gone now, but I will say this, I still really can't smell the same way. So I'm pretty worried that I might be a smelly person and I'll have no idea. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty far away from you, so I can't answer that question, but I bet you're good. Um, So yeah, it's weird. Like in the earlier days when people got COVID, it was almost like they had the scarlet letter on, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like no one wanted to talk about it. No one would admit that they had it because they were scared of just the lashback of, of uh, people being judgmental and things like that. But now it's almost rare to be like me and not have had it yet. Agreed. And, but don't worry. You know, maybe, you know, I I have the right blood type. Maybe maybe it's just you weren't directly exposed to it. And, you know, listen, guys, we all have to be safe for the next couple couple months. We've got a vaccine coming. There's great news out there. And I just wanted to share my story mostly so that people didn't panic when they get it. Right. Because it does seem like a lot of people are getting lighter symptoms. Mm -hmm. Again, I am not saying that that means it's not a serious disease because you never know how you're going to handle it or how your body's going to react to it or if you have an underlying condition you don't know about. But uh, I just wanted people to know not to like completely panic. Right. No, I think that's really good advice. But um, today, one of my friends couldn't be on a Zoom phone call that we were having for NCL. And um, she has a a young daughter who they – was uh, positive as of yesterday, and she had a rough night, and so the doctors wanted to see her today. So that's an example of a younger person that's having a bit of a hard time with it. So you just never know at what age and just how it's going to affect you. No, and the worst part about it was waiting for Charles to hit day seven or eight oh, because yeah. that really right. scared me. Yeah, you know, like yeah. what if and oh my god, it would be my fault. And you know, you have a lot of guilt about it. Sure. I mean, we told everybody. We told everybody the second mm-hmm. I knew, the second yeah. they knew, everybody anybody had seen or talked to yeah. within the past week. We were very careful about it. But, um, you know, and now they're going back to normal life tomorrow, which is great. That's good. It's been, I mean, it's been, I've gotten a lot of writing done. I've made a lot of phone calls to people <laughs> I hadn't talked to in forever. Right. I've caught up on a lot of stuff. But let's face it, we're all kind of tired of that, right? We've all done all that. We've had a lot of family time and dinners and <laughs> blah, blah. I'm so sick of Zoom. Well, I just hate that you have had to spend your little uh, Christmas break fighting COVID. 
All for naught. I know. So that my family would still get it. Oh, my gosh. I know. She <laughs> locked herself up for nothing. But let's talk about the vaccine. A lot of people are getting it. It seems like it's really opened up like this week. Um, they've converted, what did they convert into a huge, oh, down at Fair Park. Yes. To a really big treatment center as far as getting the vaccine, but you do have to meet the requirements. I think they're uh, doing the older folks first, mm-hmm. so it's going to be a while for so us. So get on down there, Martha. It's going to get, oh, <laughs> ow, I was just about to say, it's going to be a really long time before I'm eligible to get it. Nice. <laughs> so my mom, ironically, is... Five minutes from now, she's going to be getting her first round of shots. And then I guess she said it'll be two weeks later that she'll get the second one. But um, something interesting, I was talking to one of my doctors yesterday, and he's been kind of a floater at all the hospitals because they're all overflowing right now and need Mm -hmm. extra help. He's an MD, and so he's been helping out. And he literally hasn't had a day off or only like one or two in months. And he's exhausted, and he was just saying, uh, you know, Everyone went and traveled. Everyone spent time with family and friends over the holidays, and that's why everything is overwhelmed right now. So um, that's why we're seeing a lot more cases here in the Park Cities. I think the numbers were maybe like 88 last week. It was Mm -hmm. somewhere around Mm -hmm. in there. But it's definitely rampant in the Park Cities right now. Yeah, it it kind of is. But uh, the vaccine is coming, and I don't want to like tip off anything that I can't say before it happens, but one of our favorite guests... Uh, they may be distributing the vaccine. So a lot of people are starting to get the vaccine. I think Texas has done a really good job of starting to distribute it better than a lot of other states. Okay. So not to steal your thunder, Nellie, but you know, COVID is definitely bad, but you know what's really bad? Over the holidays, there was a lot of street racers, like right outside of the park cities, causing a big ruckus. I know. Along 75, right? Well, different places, Preston Northwest Highway, Lever's Lane and 75, Southwestern and 75, like just right outside of the Park City's multiple spots. I mean, it's happening all over Dallas where these street racers take over intersections. So they literally block the intersections and they start off by shooting fireworks. And so you'll see on uh, Nextdoor and Park City's Chatter and all those pages, people say, did you just hear a gunshot? And more, more than likely it's actually fireworks and they're starting their little street racing thing. And actually I'm calling it the wrong thing because I read up on this. I was very fascinated to find out a little bit more about the culture and everything of this. They're called swingers. Wow. <laughs> Which, Interesting. Sorry. <laughs> and my vocabulary swingers means something completely unrelated <laughs> to cars. But anyways, they're called swingers because they block off the intersection and they swing around and spin out and do donuts oh to show off their driving skills. Is Chacha de Gregoria there? Probably. They have. (laughs) Do you know that reference? Yes. So one of the articles I read that was from D Magazine definitely did kind of compare it to that scene in Greece. In Greece, guys, if you don't know, (laughs) she's the the sexy Latino woman who like. With the flag. Does the flag before they race down, you know, in the uh, Los Angeles River, as it's called. (laughs) Is that where it was? Yes. That's so funny. (laughs) Anyways, so last weekend, one of them spun around did it, doing the donuts and hit the, oh. the power line. And it fell down into the intersection, and you could see sparks and like a flash of fire. That's actually really dangerous. It's, it's dangerous as I mean, you hell. touch it and you're dead, so I that's know. very dangerous. Yeah. And there was a lot of videos circulating about that, and uh, people like that were are in the, live in those apartments, those high-rises around there, had video footage of it. And it's just, it's really become a problem. And 
the police can't do a whole lot about it at this point because it's so dangerous to do a high-speed chase around. Mm-hmm. You know, you, there's a lot of risk involved in that. So they kind of just had to let him go. Now, if you can get license plates and pictures and things like that, they can eventually go and arrest them, but they can't chase them. Well, I have a question. Is it young kids or is it all ages? Who exactly are we profiling here? (laughs) (laughs) It looks to be younger people, Mm -hmm. like Mm 20-ish to me, but it may be all ages. Are they Highland Park kids? (laughs) Oh, gosh. I'm just joking. I I sure hope not. (laughs) Um, I don't think so. But they're hanging out of their cars. Like, there'll be a person in the back seat hanging out the window while they're doing these spin-out things. Oh, no. I know. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're seeing a lot of this stuff around our neighborhood. There's a lot of craziness going on. There really is. Like, the homeless people at Lover's Lane. Like, there is a lot of craziness. It is a different time period, that's for sure. It's a different time. I mean, just this has sort of turned our world upside down, COVID, and I feel like some of the rules are looser and people are going a little crazy, (laughs) stir crazy. I mean, it could very well be a reaction to everything that's happening. I I think you're right. You know? um, They did say that they, in the article that I read, that they had a warehouse somewhere that they would do it and the police chased them off there. So they... uh, compared it to wanting to play football and you not providing a football field. We want to race. We want to do our swinger thing, but you won't provide a track for us to do this at. So we're just going to do it anyways, wherever we want to. What? I know. They're supposed to provide a track for them? Yeah. So now now your taxes hmm. are going to go up because we need to raise money for a Highland Park racetrack. Well, well, while we're at it, I would like to raise money for a stage for myself in the neighborhood. <laughs> so um, if that happens... I just want to act. <laughs> and if you don't provide it for me, I'm going to just stand in the middle of Snyder Plaza and do no, scenes. I have one for you. Go to the gazebo at Gore Park. That would be hilarious. Just hang, hang out there and do your scenes all day long. That would be hilarious. That would be very entertaining. <laughs> I wonder if I need permission. So if you see a crazy lady out at Gore Park reciting lines, <laughs> imitating scenes for movies. Doing a one-person show for the kids in the park. <laughs> that's not creepy at all. <laughs> it's Nelly. It's Nelly. <laughs> that can be the name of your show. It's Nelly. It's Nelly. It's just Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Martha, while I was holed away for three weeks... Locked in quarantine. Did you do anything fun over the break? Yes, lots of parties, huge crowds, small rooms, lots of <laughs> lots of fun. Didn't invite me. <laughs> Horrible. No, COVID Connie, as Sean called you at the beginning of the show, you were not invited. Okay, no, in all seriousness, the main thing that I did was uh, Highland Park football were in the state championships finals. And so because Alexis Isabel, we got to go out to see her perform. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got to tell you, very dedicated parents because it was really cold in these games. <laughs> so um, we went to Globe Life Park in Arlington and not the new stadium, but the former Ranger Stadium, I guess the one that they'll be tearing down soon. Mm-hmm. But they did a really good job of spacing everyone out and making sure everyone was socially distanced. They skipped rows in between. They would uh, tape it off. And so you couldn't sit on rows in front of you or b- behind And so uh, people were spaced out really well. And my mom finally got to see Alexis perform, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. She had had not been to a game yet. So she came and joined us in Arlington and really enjoyed it, except for the cold weather. Well, and it's (laughs) super fun because it is like the Rockettes. Like, there's something really fun about it to me. I I love it. You know that, like, I lived in Texas for a couple years, and I was on the Memorial Marquettes in Houston because I was like, I'm going to do something Texas-y while I'm here. I know. And it was really fun. You really shocked me when you told me that (laughs) because I don't associate you with being a Drill team, Texas girl. I love it. Did you have the big hair? No, we did not have the big fake hair. What What about the cowboy hat? 
And cowboy hat, yes. Oh, my the, God. A little tiny cowboy hat. Oh. A little cute cowboy hat. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to see <laughs> pictures of this. <laughs> so we won the, that game, game three. Then we moved to game four, which is on New Year's Day. And that was so cold. I had two coats, a hat, gloves, long johns, two pairs of socks, boots, you name it. I had it on. You must look fabulous. I did. I looked amazing. Actually, you did. I saw you on Facebook, and you looked super cute. So, you know, you look like a cute, super cute bell mom. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you. Two pretty ladies. Well, it, out at the game. It was fun. <laughs> we went with some friends and um, we had a really good time. But Braden Shager, former Bubble Lounge guest mm-hmm. and HP quarterback and captain, he took a really hard hit in the first quarter and he went down for quite a while. So I didn't really think anything of it because he walked off the field eventually and he kept playing. So I actually emailed his mom, Ginger Allen, who's mm-hmm. the investigative reporter for Channel 11, and his mom last week to see if she'd come on the show to talk about what it was like being a football mom mm-hmm. during the season. And she goes, I'd love to. That's a great idea. However, I'm going to need a little time. Braden shattered three of his teeth and broke his jaw. Oh, God. In the first quarter That's of that game. That's terrible. And just knowing him, that makes me really sad. I to know. Hear that, you I know? know. It just, it, it just broke my heart, and then I just felt so bad for asking her, can you be on our podcast when she's going through all this? But, you know, I feel like we think when football players get up and walk off and keep playing, they're fine. If they don't go out on a stretcher, I guess they're fine. But that's not always the case. Well, I do give him credit for it having teeth knocked out of his head oh and gosh. playing. I mean, yeah, that's kind of, you know, badass material there that he was like, I'm going to go on with the game. Right. I mean, he literally spit them out on the sidelines. Oh, my God. <laughs> so at first, I didn't feel like this was my news to share, but it was in the Dallas Morning News over mm-hmm. the weekend. So their recount was a little bit different. It said four chipped teeth mm-hmm. and a broken jaw. And they said that it happened in the second quarter. Anyways, I'm going to go with the information from the mom. I feel like she probably knows. I think so, too. <laughs> she says that they're literally— And lit- we know and like Ginger. So. <laughs> they're literally living— at the dentist office right now. Yeah. I just feel horrible. That's for terrible. Him. I know it. But I mean, that's just says a lot about him is just his dedication to the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is all in. And um, I want just, him on my team. I know. Come seriously. On. It never <laughs> stops. So, anyways, needless to say, we lost that game. Um, it, it, we were up against Denton Ryan, which is literally a really tough team to beat. So, But what a fun experience for you to be a part of that. It really was. It was fun because this was the first season that I've ever felt fully invested in it mm-hmm. because of being a part of the Bells and going to all the home games and then the playoff games. And it, it really was fun. You become really like you kind of know the players just even though you don't know them, but just from watching them on the field, mm-hmm. you kind of their personalities were usually close to the field. And it's just it was fun to see them. I mean, there's so much energy down there. And these guys really are dedicated. Well, and also during a time like COVID, where going out is such a great privilege. Yes. I feel like you really, like I, I was, you know, I went for a run this morning. I was in my Shelton sweatshirt. And I, I really felt sort of like, wow, I kind of missed that identity of being the mom of somebody at Shelton. Like, uh-huh. obviously, we're doing it. We're just not doing it at the same level that we right. normally would. Right. And I was like, I really love this. Like, it's a couple of years. And I, I love being a part of that for my son, just like you do for your daughter and sure. your son. Yeah. And, um, you know, it kind of amplifies how important all of that is. It is. Like that sense of community that you just build up mm-hmm. with, with the parents and the kids and everything. Mm-hmm. It's really important. I think it means a lot to them. 
So, guys, I mean, I know we've brought up a lot of depressing stuff today, <laughs> but it's not all bad. There's a vaccine coming. That's right. For all you old people out there, not me, you are going to get it a lot sooner than us young people. And like I said, I've heard some people in the neighborhood are getting it. So, uh, you know, within a month or so. So I, I feel good about it. I feel like we'll all have a freedom. Um, are you planning anything for spring break? I have not even thought about it. I haven't either. I'm just starting to think about it. Go down to the living room <laughs> outside, maybe. Maybe the weather will be nice, and we can bring back lawn the, chairs. We can bring back the blow up couches. Oh my god, we can! Yeah, Club 30 Uh oh, we just said my address. <laughs> Don't so, stalk Martha. Party on party during spring break <laughs> outside, socially distanced, of course. All these people show up in bathing suits in your front oh my yard. God, wouldn't that be something? So, yeah, what about you? Are you going anywhere? No, we're thinking, we're trying to figure that out. Yeah. Like, I guess if we have vaccines, et cetera, we will. Yeah. You know? Right. Something. I'd like to do something, to be honest. I'd like to do something, but only if it's safe and we're not spreading disease, you know? Well, today, Alexis, on the way to school, suggested going to New Orleans for the long Martin Luther King weekend because, you know what? There's no COVID there. Oh, no. <laughs> COVID doesn't exist Bourbon there. Bourbon Street. <laughs> Those king cakes and the beads and <laughs> to-go daiquiris. So, yeah, we, we won't be going to New Orleans. <laughs> so, you know, 2020 was not the happiest year for most of us. It is nice to be in 2021, and I'm not saying everything's perfect and rosy, but it's nice to have a fresh start. Don't you agree? I agree 100%. I'm looking forward to, like you said, getting that vaccine and just moving forward and pretending like 2020 never happened. I agree. And getting our kids back on track. I mean, that's what it comes down to. For sure. You know, I think we've all felt really guilty about our kids missing out on just normal things that they would do. And spending way too much time on screens. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And way too much time with us. So... (laughs) 2021, here we come. That's right. Well, guys, that's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo, and we'll catch you next time.